One of the times that I look forward to in the entire day, nowadays, is the time when I get over with my patients or work in particular and then run behind the hospital to sit under a mango tree even if it's for 10 minutes before I head back home. This place is a bit hidden from the normal hospital crowd for sure, but also the staff and other people. But of late, I found that I started getting company, maybe a colleague or another staff or someone and all of them initially came to ask me what I was doing but now just give me a few minutes of random company. Now you could ask me what I was doing there and what's so special about me mentioning it either? Well, my reason to go and sit there was to get a whisk of fresh air without the mask primarily and secondarily to just sit in silence listening to some birds chirping. What started like a small change before heading back home into another closed environment has now become like an essential dosage for me and to many other who kind of rhymed with the same thought. Starting the day hidden from most of the people, except your own roommates or partners, sometimes having the necessity to even cover one's own faces in their own house. Going ahead to a workplace where no one is bothered as to how presentable, clean pair of clothes, or approachable, greet you at least with a smile, you look as a treating person, all that is checked is if you are appropriately covered with your personal protective equipment. Yes, it's the utmost necessity in today's world. You want to live, you better be covered away from everyone as much as you can. But then we are healthcare professionals how do we stay away from anyone, we rather have to sit and stand alongside the people who come to us, isn't that we are meant to do. But, let's see how does a regular common outpatient department work in today's world. We make the patient sit at almost two feet distance, sometimes behind see-through curtains. The patient and the doctor cannot see each other's face anyway because both the faces are covered halfway with masks and to add further the doctor has a face shield for extra protection. A lot of people in the world today are in access to technology and hence are prepared with how their doctors would look like, but then there are still a lot many especially the young kids or a teenager may be coming to a gynecologist for the first time just to understand a simple problem. I am having pain during my period but the approach looks like the person just entered a spaceship ready to go to another world. Or even an old grandmother who never even went to a hospital to give birth but at the age of 70 she had a bit of bleeding so she needed to see a doctor as her kids advised her. She too tries and peeps at the doctor through her glasses, trying to understand if this person she came to was even looking at her. To add to the misery is the next level of approach, the communication, even if you try and talk in the bleakest of voice with utmost respect it sounds as if you are trying to throw stones at the person in front, and in spite of that sometimes communication either ways ends up with ah, aaaa, ah, is it a yes or a no sorry doctor I actually didn't understand what you said or sorry dear I didn't quite understand what your problem was. Ah, so the feeling was mutual. Effective communication has three basic components verbal, nonverbal and paraverbal. Verbal component deals with the content of the message including selection of the words. Nonverbal component includes body language like posture, gesture, facial expression and spatial distance. Paraverbal component includes tone, pitch, pacing and volume of the voice. While communicating, most of us focus on the verbal component that constitutes only 10% of the message delivered whereas nonverbal and paraverbal components contribute 90% of the total message delivered. Although we often talk about the five senses, the reality is that we can sense a lot more than this from our environment. For example, we can tell how hot or cold it is, feel pain, and sense how our body is positioned. Each of these senses has its own system for detecting the environment that must send signals to the right part of the brain. The sense of balance comes from the vestibular organs in the inner ear, which can tell when our body is tilted in different directions. 
Even though we aren't as aware of these other senses as we are of the main five senses they still have a significant impact on us. Almost all non-vocal cues are obliterated by protective headgear. Masks cover the lower part of the face, so you cannot tell whether one is smiling or frowning. If the eyes are not covered, one may smile with the eyes, but the goggles obscure that too. Whatever remains of the facial expressions are annihilated by the face shields. The protective body suits affect hand gestures and other facets of body language, especially the maintenance of an appropriate posture. Each of our senses uses its own detection system to get information from our surroundings. The information is sent to the brain where it will be processed and combined to create a complete sensory picture of our environment. If anything interferes with the function of our senses it can limit our interactions with the world around us or make it harder to perform certain activities. Many a times patients I have been dealing with, especially being a gynecologist, go through a roller coaster of emotions and there aren't much medicinal treatments for the same except understand them and trying to make them understand along. Sometimes all I needed to do was smile and look at them or touch their hand and say, I understand but now I sit a mile away from them and through the layers of my covering I try and shout, I understand dear but please don't sit alongside me for too long, you could be a prospective positive candidate. Let's try and finish this conversation fast. As social distancing is the best approach, staying at home is the surest way to avoid getting the infection. As doctors and healthcare workers, we are expected to continue our service to society and we are truly happy to help in the best possible manner. The unborn fetuses will not wait for the unlocking orders from the government for their arrivals into this world. Our essential healthcare services are equally important during the war against COVID-19. Even, the resources for COVID-19 testing are limited and need to be rationally rationed. Such decisions are often subjective and become very difficult for doctors, who are serving the humanity with empathy and compassion. With ethical dilemmas often arising as routine clinical practice and doctors find themselves at crossroads on the treatment path. But the chaos and crisis of COVID-19 have presented unprecedented set of dilemmas for the doctors, which they have never faced in their lifetimes. When doctors working at hospitals with limited recourses are juggling between their professional commitment, moral obligations and the genuine concerns about their own safety. It is sometimes these solitary moments under the mango tree without a mask, breathing the fresh crisp unsacred air, where I find myself thinking into the unknown about did I do anything today? Well maybe something surely, for I am alive and I made it through the exhausting limitations filled day to go over into in another day may be more frustrating but still be there with my limited senses to do what I do, the best I can. Hope the ones who sit in front of me understand the same too with their overwhelmed senses.